The power of life and death resides in the tongue. Amen? Good morning, church. Welcome to the house of God on this beautiful, brisk Sunday morning. Looking at the readings this morning, we know that we are loved. We could take words from each one of the readings and say amen and sit down. We won't do that this morning, but I have to say it was very hard for me because some of you know how I love putting Jesus and the devil in a chess game. And we could have made the pawn Job. But we're here this morning to celebrate Job because he went through the fire and came out on the other end. And there's someone sitting here this morning that is going through a fire and we're praying that it ends well. Now when we get into these readings, there are words. And what we know is we walk by faith not by sight. Now, I chose to preach on the gospel because it's tiny, right? Some of you know me well. And I must say that I had a mix-up in the 9 o'clock service, and I'm sure that there are some Bible scholars out there looking it up as I speak now. I will try not to call the blind man a black man, but it came out. It just flew out there, and you know, you have to honor things that just come out so easy. So when I get home, I will look up this information because perhaps the Lord had taken over and I let him. Jesus is passing through, on his, uh, through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is about 15 miles from Jericho. Jesus is on a mission for you and for me. And yet, he's drawn off course. He is drawn off course by a blind beggar. This blind beggar has been made aware that Jesus of Nazareth is coming through. This man sitting on the side of the road, this man with a disability, he's blind. So he has no social standings, no money, but we know he's a beggar. Ah, uh, but there's something different about this blind. This blind man is a lot different from the ones that we've heard about before. And also, walking through Mark has been an experience. We've learned what we should, what we shouldn't do, and how we should do it. Now, who is this blind man? We learned that he has a name, his father is named. At one time, he must have been somebody. But here he sits alongside the road while life, is passing him by. He's a beggar. His condition affects his position in society. He can't carry the load that we most, most of us carry. He's not working. He's dependent. But he is a survivor. 
sitting on the side of the road and hearing all the commotion, he begins to speak up. And those in attendance around him say, They look at him and he is dirty and he is smelly. He don't look like us. How dare you be boisterous. Quiet. The Jesus of Nazareth is passing through and yet he saw it as an opportunity. Because in his soul he knew who was passing by. He heard that Jesus was coming his way and he began to cry out loudly, Son of David! Have mercy on me. Have you ever been in the grocery store for a two or three year old? <laughs> I don't know about you, but my mother had a mantra. She was a woman of few words. And before we went in the grocery store, she would say, Now we're going to have this talk before we go in the grocery store, and you need to understand that we're only going to get a few things. Don't ask for nothing. You ain't getting nothing. <laughs> and by all means, don't touch nothing. <laughs> she was a woman of few words, but her words were lasting. Now you just know that two or three year old said, yeah, okay, mommy, we're going to be okay. And they were okay until the scent of sugar hit his or her nose as they turned around the cereal aisle. And many of you have been in place or have seen people in place. You're part of that crowd that says, you need to get your child in check. You need to do something about that child. That child is disturbing the whole grocery store. You need to do something. As the child now has a temper tantrum about the cocoa pebbles. We find this man very much like a two or three year old this morning. In his soul he knows he has the opportunity to see again. This Jesus of Nazareth is passing through. If only I could get his attention. He's blind. He does not have sight but he has voice. So he uses that voice and cries out and begins to scream. And those people said, shh, how dare you? But Jesus hears him. He hears him. That fuss that he made and the crowds rebuking him, Jesus hears him. This man has real faith, and he also has a relationship with God. You see, he's familiar with the prophets. He's heard the stories. This blind man has no sight, but he can hear, and he can scream. So he did. And the crowd still rebuked him. And louder and louder and louder he came. Now you must know that there is something in his words. Son of David. Like saying, I know who you are. I know your mama. <laughs> you cannot walk by me because I know who you are. And I know what you can do. 
He came to be fixed. Job was fixed. It took a moment, but Job was fixed. So we find this little persistent individual sitting on the side of the road, very much like that two or three-year-old that wants what they want. Now, Jesus said, bring him to me. Come. Well, how is he going to get there? The crowd has rebuked him. They don't seem to be friends. Yet, when he gets Jesus' attention, the crowd turns. Kind of like your enemies. We pray for our enemies to get better when we pray for those people that we have difficulty loving and those that have difficulty loving us. We pray for those people. And sometimes they change. The crowd flipped and he leaped to go to Jesus. Now when he leaped up, his coat fell off. His only possession that sheltered him from the elements. He's sitting on the side of the road with this cloak and his cup, I would imagine. But when God sent his representative, Jesus, said, come. He forgot coat, he forgot cup, and he went. Now, he's standing before God. And God asked, what do you want me to do for you? Now, you remember a couple of weeks ago, or last week, that same question was put out there. What do you want me to do for you? Now, the disciples were still jockeying for privilege and position, so they wanted to make sure that my brother and I, we were on one right hand, left hand. Jesus said, I don't think I can do that for you. But today Jesus asked, what do you want me to do for you? And he's in a position. He's in a position to grant what is going to be asked of him. And this man, this man of lineage, this man of history, this faithful believer said, I would like to see again. See, there was no touching. There was no spitting, no washing of waters. Just go. Your faith has healed you. Few words. They only had to be few because of the relationship that this blind man had with Jesus. He knew that Jesus is the one that brings the light into the darkness. And therefore, I'll see Brothers and sisters in Christ, build your faith foundation with true words and deeds. We also found out that friends were helped in Job, as well as friends that became friends with the blind man. There are people out there that don't look like you and I. There are people out there that don't think 
like you and I. There are people out there that don't know God. And yet, our task is to be as God-like as we can. I ask you and leave you with this thought. Are you walking by faith or by sight? Amen?